is where the party is at. We love hearing speakers at our meetings and wanted to continue the conversation and dig a little deeper. So we came up with the Chapel Mops After Party Podcast. Your hosts, Barkley and me, Summer. Chapel Mops After Party. Hello, everyone. We're excited to be back. Well, we have some special guests here so today. Excited. You know, Mother's Day is coming up. Yes. And, and so... We, who better to have on than our moms? Our very own moms <laughs> are here in the studio. How special is that? And they're super excited to be here. They... Yes, we are. <laughs> they might be a little nervous. It's fine. It's fine. It's going to be fun. So, Barkley, why don't you introduce your mom? So my mom, Burl, is here. In case you didn't notice, we're all bees in our family, so that's kind of fun. Um, what else do you want to know about her? I don't know. She has three children, wonderful children. Her first is her favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm excited to have her here. And I have my mom, Cindy Anderson, here, and she has four girls. Yep. I can't say I'm her favorite because oh. she's got four girls. I, I mean, you're the only girl in your That's family. True. So I can say I'm the favorite Today, girl. Today, you're my favorite. Today, yeah. I'm her favorite <laughs> middle, but not really middle child. No, your birth order was all goofed up, you poor thing. <laughs> I don't really know what I am. A middle you're, of four. You're middle, but you kind of were the oldest. Yes. She was She was considered the oldest because her older sister is six years older yeah. than her. Yes. Quite a bit of a And space. then she was also considered a middle child because she still fell in the middle. the middle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very confused. Very That's confused. That's the reason I'm so messed up. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. The reason you're so awesome. <laughs> the reason yes. I'm all so these different awesome. aspects yes. to your life. Yeah. So we thought we would ask our moms about their growing up years. Yeah. We want to hear about young Burl and Cindy first. Who wants to go first? Cindy does. Oh, oh, oh that was me. And the mom just threw him in the bus. Sorry. Cindy. Wait, wait. I just had to say before you start, I my I can just picture you as a kid. Her middle name is Lou. So Cindy Lou. I love that. Isn't Cindy that Lou. cute? <laughs> I think that's adorable. Like with little pigtails. Hi, my name is Cindy, Cindy Lou. Cindy Lou. Yes. It is. It was. Yes. And I then never you're... thought about it, to yeah. tell you the truth. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think it's fascinating. Oh, it's so cute. It was after my mom's maiden name, which was Lewis, and she mm-hmm. said that's the closest she could get. So I was the one that took on the family name. Mm. That's so cute. Oh. I love that. Sweet. So uh, wh- what were your siblings? Did you have brothers, sisters? I had uh, two sisters, and I was the middle child. Okay, middle child. Um, we were two years apart, both both ends. So I was, like I said, a middle child, and uh, I think that brings personalities in somehow. But um, I have two wonderful sisters. We were very, very close. We still are. Um, Nancy and Kathy, they all ended in Y. Oh, isn't that cute? I don't think On purpose, or did that accidentally? Oh, accidentally. Okay. Well, it's Kathy's name was Kathleen, and my name was Cynthia. So Oh, so, so yes, so I was raised that way. Um, and you my, grew up in the area? Here? I grew up right here in Prospect Heights, okay. which is not far away. What Haven't traveled like far. Growing up here in the um, Midwest? You no, know, was raised in a real strong Christian home. Um, my dad was the choir director, and if the church door was open, we were there. We okay. would just engulf 
with that. I was raised with um, entertaining a lot. My mm-hmm. parents had people over constantly. So I was raised a lot in the kitchen, learning how to serve. And, um, and uh, we had a lot of kids always over. The house was always open. It was a very open house. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of Christian friends and Christian people. And yeah, that's my... I mean, I could go back to where you could, you know, like I had to walk three miles. No, <laughs> three miles. Okay, so. In the snow. In the snow. <laughs> I think it's we so- did do that for the church, though. <laughs> yes, yeah. Even if there's a snowstorm, you're still Even, in church. Yeah, I remember trap going down those streets when there's a snowstorm and could barely walk, but we were at church. <laughs> so do you feel like your faith was always strong then? Um I feel, yes, I, I, I was baptized at an early age, sixth grade, and I remember that very vividly. Um, and I, I didn't know, how can I put this? I didn't know what it felt like not to know the love of Christ. Mm-hmm. I've always had that feeling. I've always yeah. been engulfed in that. So um, I was very fortunate many times, I thank the Lord, that I was put in the family I was put in yeah. because... If I wasn't, where would I be? I don't know. Right. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my growing up years. And two things I want to add to that. Um, her mom played the piano and her dad sang. Okay. And I always, that was like really neat. Well, every, every Sunday morning I woke up to my parents practicing. Mm-hmm. So um, every Sunday morning those old hymns are so precious to me because I would hear them being practiced all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. at the time, it was kind of like, please, can I sleep? Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, it, yeah. It, it, yeah, those are one of my precious memories is is hearing my dad and my mom playing. Um, and I miss some of those hymns. So mm. usually get teary-eyed when a hymn comes. You hear them? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, I think it's cool because I see the music carried on in several of your kids and the hospitality. You mm-hmm. love to have an open house and are always known for a good party. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> My so kids make cool it a good party. <laughs> family, you took that from your parents and now yes. carry it on. I was very fortunate. They they had a, a baby grand piano. Yeah. And so no one else could have it when they needed to move. So I was able to you take to it. it? And, and she made us all play the piano. Yes. We and forced. now you're thankful. Don't Not make faithful. that face. Yes. yes. I, well, it only it only only two of them. The rest two never. I know, but they're but two of them on. had yeah. love for it. What do you? How do you feel like the time period you grew up in shaped you? Because a lot went well, on. I feel like during that time. I don't. You know, for my for me, you know, the late '60s yeah. and the unrest and the Vietnam War right, and, and all of that, and you know, and the flower child and all that is what we grew up in. Yeah. Um, and so. your father was in World War II. My father was an, on D-Day. He was mm-hmm. a medic on yes. World War II on Normandy. And um, yes, um, we took him back when he was in his 70s. And my dad never talked about it. But really? the floodgates opened up when we were there. And we were amazed at what these poor 19, 18-year-old kids yeah. had to go through. Yeah. Uh, what they do now, you know. And he brought that and, home, too, yeah. so I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was World War Two. My grandfather was World War One, and he died at 106. So we had a lot of stories for that one yeah. too. It's really cool to hear those stories. I remember he, we had uh, Saving Private Ryan on, and he was like, "I can't, I can't watch this because yeah. it He's was traumatic." I met. I met him. Yeah, I Papa met John. Him. Yeah, before mm-hmm. he passed. Yeah. So. All right. All Mom, right. Burl. <laughs> what was little Burl like? What was growing up like? 
Well, I grew up in Texas, and I, I was a tomboy. I was a serious two older tomboy. brothers. I had two older brothers. I was the baby and the only girl. And so a little bit spoiled, maybe, in that respect. <laughs> um, and I, I liked nothing more than to climb trees and swim. I could swim forever. And so, yeah, I was, it, it's and kind she of... She has about three drowning stories because of it. No, I'm <laughs> A little bit of that. But, she, but oh the gosh. remarkable yeah, thing was... here. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you were thought she here today. The remarkable thing was that I, that I was such a tomboy. I liked to ride horses, yeah. you know. And I had the girliest daughter yeah. ever. This yeah. is so funny to I, me. I was not a person for sparkles or fruffles or... That's all that I was like, a tomboy. I wanted partly. pink everything, and pink makes her gag. So that's yeah. going to fight my I whole hate, life. I hate pink. And, <laughs> and Barkley is my diametric opposite. I know. So. Yeah. But I also I have a very similar, um, you know, spiritual upbringing to you, Cindy, in that we, I grew up in the church. We were there every time the door was open. My parents were both extremely involved and um all the activities at the church, and I became a Christian at a very young age and never, like you, knew what it was like not to yeah. mm-hmm. be a part of God's family. And um, my good friends were at church. I was thankful to, you know, have their influence, and, um, yeah, I was, I was a pretty good kid. Well, and you've told me over the years, certain, but the culture in the South during the time that you grew up was probably a little bit different than up here. How did that shape you, do you feel like, or what did you experience growing up? Um, Yeah, it it was definitely different. Um, I I think there's a a Southern mentality, which is... um, for both my parents, very friendly, very hospitable, like, mm-hmm. again, like you, Cindy. Um, we always were the ones that had the missionary home with us mm-hmm. <laughs> for dinner or just stay with us. Um, lots of people over. And, yeah, it was just kind of a a very friendly, open uh, culture that mm-hmm. I grew up in. And a, a strong, you know, spiritual background and... I lost my accent somewhere along the way. Yeah, you do not have Apparently, I had no. one, but I was seventeen when we moved away, and so it's been a long time since I've lived there. I feel like when we go, even I will be like, you, you slip you back slip into, into a little bit. It's just so you know. start to not say, that "Y'all." I've never lived there, but I feel like I want this accent. <laughs> it is really cute. I love the accent, the southern accent. I would say mm. one of the most interesting stories was when she was a kid. Um, JFK was on his way to their school when he well, was Well, yes, um, when, right, because, you know, he was assassinated in Dallas. I grew up in Austin, mm. and our he was in Dallas that morning, going to be in Austin that afternoon, and there was going to be a parade, and all of us were dismissed from school, were going to be dismissed from school at noon to be able to go see the parade with the president. And, and then... Mm. Midway through the day, we got word of his assassination. I was in the fifth grade, and um, so was I. 
Yeah, I think you guys are the same age, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was a horrible, horrible shock. You guys went through, like, some serious, like, events growing up. And I'm just curious, like, how that shaped. Do you feel like things are worse off now? Or did it feel kind of dire when you were kids, too? Yeah. I I think certainly there were, I mean, another part of growing up in Austin, you know, there was the the tower shooting at the University of Texas, which was like the first mass shooting anybody had ever heard of. And so did things seem more dire now than, I think things are just more out there. Yeah. I mean, media is so much more prevalent and... Mm -hmm. You just hear all the things a lot more than you did on the only on the evening news every day or or whatever. So, so maybe it's yeah. just because it's more in your face. It seems more. Yeah. Yes, but yeah. I I mean, growing up in the '60s and '70s, to watch what was happening with Vietnam and right. like friends well, going out to Luther war. King. And, and, mm-hmm. There was drugs. Yeah, there's the, Bobby the drugs was yeah. something that was new. Right. Um, you know, everybody right. thought it was good and nothing was going to happen, and you know, just take the drugs. Mm-hmm. which we know is not true. But, um, yeah, it, it, you know what? It, it was new to us. And now yeah. to look back at it is almost, compared to what's going on now, it's almost like that was not as bad as it is today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, you can't go to the, you have to think before you go to a mall. Yeah. Or you have to, you know, look around yeah. here, which... Maybe it was just youth. I didn't do that. It was a, a simpler childhood for yeah. sure and a yeah. more safe. I mean, parents didn't know where their children were all the time, I mean, right? When we were growing up, yeah. You were no way around. to get a hold of us. Sorry, I'll see you at dinner. And yeah. You know, I think it went pretty rapid because I've told Summer when I first started high school, you were not allowed to wear jeans at all. Oh, same. And by wow. graduating wow. four only. years later, you had holes in the jeans and you had the big bell bottoms and you had, so yeah. everything changed real quick. Oh, yeah. Rapid, it just right. kind of you had to wear dresses to school. They had to be a certain length. Mm-hmm. Oh. Boys had to wear collared shirts and their hair couldn't touch their collar. Yeah, and then it all. <laughs> oh, okay, forget, forget this. We're going the other way. And that by senior year, everybody's hair, guys' yep. hairs. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, yeah. it was what a, a quick drastic change. change so quickly. It it, 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 it was a, uh, at least to me, it seemed like a quick, um, growing up Transition. in four years, basically. Yeah. Well, even watching huh. the old shows to see the change in the old shows with like, I don't know. I love Lucy, and then like yeah. the the how leave like, it to Beaver, leave it to Beaver, yes, Andy and Griffith. then yeah. it like completely changed. Pound of Rosa, yeah, yeah. all the good shows, all the good ones. <laughs> all right, well, Cindy, why don't you tell us about your mom a little bit, since it's kind of our Mother's Day podcast? Can you tell mom. us about your mom. My mom was an amazing woman. I mean, there's I don't know five grandchildren named after her. Mm-hmm. She just mm. you know she just had the love for the Lord, and it just oozed out of her. Um, she grew up during the Depression and then the World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, there's stories during the Depression. Her her parents w- became Christians after they were married. Okay. But they were such strong Christians once they accepted the Lord and they knew what the Lord did. It changed their life dramatically. I don't think my grandmother was a was a very good girl <laughs> before she became Uh-oh. a Christian. <laughs> I don't I I don't know, but yeah. I know that um, they ended up at Moody, and that's where my parents met. And um, uh, I know 
their legacy for their children and then the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren, a lot of it comes from them and their prayer life. Mm-hmm. Um, I really believe that. And the same with my mom. Um, so, yeah, they, they were... Uh, immediately changed. He said when he accepted the Lord, my grandfather said, I never smoked anymore, I never drank anymore, and I never <laughs> swore anymore. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a transformation, from what I could tell, very physical. Mm-hmm. So, so what uh, were you and your mom like? Were you guys close, or did you guys come um, I was a middle child, so yeah. I didn't get really close to my mom till after I was out of the house. Okay. Um, I mean, I can't say that I was close to my mom, but yeah. it was like... Once I had my first child, all of a sudden I wanted so much more wisdom. So I was with her a lot, and we did things a lot. We, yeah, um, once my kids were older, we did we went and got our nails done together and everything. Aww. So um, she was greatly missed. And coming Mother's Day, um, the last time I saw her was on Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, she fell many times, and she was in rehab, and she was ready to come home, and we dropped her off Mother's Day. And I remember coming in the car and telling my husband, she looks so small in that bed. Mm. And then I got a call that morning that she was non-responsive. Mm. So we were able to have Mother's Day and the grandkids and the great-grandkids. And it was, you know, it was nice. What about you, Mom? Very, again, similar story. Um, my mom was a Depression-era kid. Her father was a contractor when she was quite young. And... Uh, when the Depression hit, he lost everything, and then they moved. Um, they were in, grew up in Minneapolis, and then they moved out into the country and got a farm and, you know, probably struggled a lot through her childhood. She was one of eight children and um, was uh, kind of feisty, I think. She was very she had, feisty. She had brothers <laughs> to contend with, and... Yeah, one of eights. Definitely I remember. I where was she? Feisty. In the line? She was That's in the like, middle. She was in the middle? Okay. She was fourth. I think she was fourth. And I remember that out on their farm, one of her brothers got a hold of a shotgun one day. Oh. And she held up two fingers and said, shoot between my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. <laughs> and her fingers. She forever had... Or deformed Broken from that day. Yeah. Oh, I was I was thinking maybe he made it through the fingers. No, nope. no, nope. it, it was a shotgun. So, oh, yeah. No. So that was, and, and I remember her dad said it'll be fine. You know, they, they didn't rush kids Rubbed to the hospital or anything. So she always oh, had a little bit her of her fingers. But she was, yeah, she was um, uh, in, interesting and and um, uh, again, you know, uh, I think a strong spiritual background for her. Um, led her to go to Trinity Christian mm-hmm. College, just like I did, and just did like Barclay did. She oh. went to Trinity. Yeah, we're. A I mean, it's like generation out of nowhere. Oh. Like, yeah, that's so funny to come and, from Texas to come to Illinois. Yep. And then she went on a, a summer team okay. during her time at Trinity as a missionary to Texas. Because you know those Texans, <laughs> and worked they need with like, the Lord. worked, no. worked, spent a summer working with Vacation Bible School and things oh. like that in the church, and happened to stay with my dad's family, which is how they met. Hmm. And um, he was a naughty young man, apparently, 
<laughs> carousing and things. And she, he liked her, but she wasn't having him because he had not decided to become a Christian. Oh, okay. And so she said, nope. Right. Until he decided to make that decision for himself, oh. and then she was willing to marry him. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And, and really did change his life because, like, you know, he he was smoking and he stopped smoking and he was drinking and he stopped drinking and he was mm. kind of a wild kid until she turned him around. So that whole missionary thing worked out. It worked out. Some, yeah, sometimes. Caught somebody. Yeah. Worked. Sometimes it works <laughs> I'd say you and Grandma kind of bumped heads a little bit because Grandma wanted the girly girl. Yeah, she and didn't get that. You were not a girly girl. She did put pink Very curtains in my room. Pink curtains. There were some perms happening. Oh, at and she two wanted years old. she wanted me to be Shirley Temple, I think. And, and I wasn't. And <laughs> she gave me perms that made me look like a crazy person and I hated them. This, I called them tortures. This is very funny. <laughs> it's yeah. so, like funny how it just switched the other way. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm thinking here, as we're sitting here, you know, like you growing up had two brothers and, you know, one girl, and then you had that. Yeah. My mom, like you had three girls, or you came from a girl family and you had girls. So I it's kind of girls. funny how the yeah. same yeah. thing. I had girls and, yeah. Yeah. Which is and why we, we all thought we'd the same. have some boys, but it didn't happen. Well, I, I got the one boy. One boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is, yes. Surrounded. Right. Well, Surrounded by girls. How about you tell us how you met your hubbies? Um, Alan Anderson. Alan Anderson is my husband. We are mm -hmm. celebrating our 50th anniversary this year. Wow. Um, I met him. This is how the story goes. He has a different story. Oh, this of course. is my yeah. story. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. You're uh, on the podcast. He's not. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. <clears throat> we, no. <laughs> we went to the same church, which back then was called Des Plaines Bible Church. And um, I was just entering freshman year of high school. And there were these group that would sit at the back of the church. So I gravitated to the back of the church. The bad kids? The cool kids? They, you know what? They were <laughs> considered. They, they came from a rough area in, in Rosemont. So they dressed oh, differently. Yeah. I was like, oh. I was like the collegiate. Like the with the roughneck the, the ones? <laughs> Rosemont crew? I had it's the like grease, skirt. you know, like yeah. a movie. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the greasers? That, greasers? That's exactly what he was called. He was oh. a greaser. Oh. He was. And greaser. I, was the, I was the, you know, plaid skirt and the oh. socks. Oh, and okay. the, socks, you know. right? right. Well, it's like, socks, right? It's like the story of Greece. Like, yeah. yeah. It, well, yeah, well, yeah, we, we weren't there. Was it we a summer love? Was it a, <laughs> no, it wasn't okay, summer okay, love. Okay. Did you sing so more innocent? She did not turn into the black leather suit in the end? No, that's another story. No, but I was introduced to him very quickly in church. And he has a brother by the name of Joe. And they look, they're, they're twins. They just You've look, seen him yeah. before. They look yeah. the um, They look a lot alike. Yeah. So I knew my husband was was who he was and his brother. But I didn't know who was named who. And for four years, I never knew if my husband was named Alan or Joe. Oh. <laughs> I mean, when you just go up there once a week and you sit. So most of my high school years, we were there and he was there. And, um, you know, he, he, he was a greaser. And... Um, the nicest guy you'd ever want to meet. The mm -hmm. same thing with his brother and the people that were there. So um, I finally graduated from high school, and he went on to become a, a mason. So he was traveling, and then one day at church we met, and it was like I was out of high school, and 
I was no longer yeah. a, a high school Can I interrupt girl. this? Yes. The dad would say, you walked in after the summer, and you were all tan, and your legs were just... I thought that's a little okay. too okay. much. Okay. Anyway, that's how my dad would say that it. Was a little, yeah, that was a little too much. He was <laughs> awestruck. He was like, oh, hi. <laughs> See, now I didn't hear that story. <laughs> so basically, the story goes that um, I saw him, and I, I invited him out for breakfast, so we skipped church. Oh, and gosh, that Mom. started that started the romance, and we were married with in the year after oh, wow. we started dating, and then I got pregnant right away. Mm-hmm. So it okay. was um, I was a, a young mom She's and a young bride. Twenty yeah. nine or nineteen? I was nineteen married? when I got married. and Twenty when 19? I had. Oh wow! 20. Wow, very young. So yeah. So she entered marriage like like well when you I were went married, from my house pregnant house like. to a wife. Yeah. yeah. And that was a shock in itself, let alone to get pregnant and so, so sick. That we had a rough year. Yeah. Like, welcome to marriage. Yes, we had a rough year. (laughs) And we made it through. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I met him 50 years, four kids later, 13 grandkids. Um, Yeah. We are not quite up to that. No. What about you, Burl and Craig? We had Craig on here he did. on the podcast for the legacy one. Um, Craig and I met at Trinity. Uh, we were both freshmen the same year. We were kind of a part of the same circle of friends. I remember seeing him the first day of freshman orientation and poking my friend next to me and saying, he's got nice eyes. <laughs> and so I thought he was cute. But... I uh, didn't start dating until um, really sophomore year. But the end of freshman year, we both thought we were leaving Trinity for good. Wait, and wait before bo- that, you dated... Everybody. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. what I was going to say is you dated his sister's now husband. Well, there was, but yeah. What? Oh, I know. Okay. So there, like, there I was dated my brother-in-law. Ooh, that's yeah. Okay. Once or when, like, he once just went out a few times. Or yeah. Like, was it, but yeah. wasn't Dad with you on one of them? Well, then yeah. You decided there, like, there no, was, I like this one. Yes. We, so <laughs> in in the very gallant way of young men in college, they called out their window to our window and said, "Hey, Burl," and my roommate, "Want to go to a movie?" Okay. So it was Super just kind of that was really. Yeah. We said okay. We got in, we got in the car, but it was sort of my husband Craig mm-hmm. and um, my roommate, mm-hmm. and then me and my brother in law. Uh, we were in the front seat, but Craig and I were a little connecting the whole More, time. Oh. We, we were kind of liking each other, but oh. then after that, uh, the school year ended, and we were both planning to leave, and we said goodbye that year thinking we'd never see each other again. Mm-hmm. but And a little bit of a tug, like, huh, that would have been, that could have been somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then sophomore year, we both came back. And when we <laughs> saw each other, it was like, oh. And right away Smitten we started. Ever since. Right away we started dating, and yes, we um Basically made a commitment to each other within a month that we we were it, and we dated for four and a half more years before we got married. Oh so wow! 
So we, we hung, in, hung in there for quite a while, but we knew early on that that was the person I wanted to spend my life yeah. with. Hmm. So, yeah. Sweet. And how many years have you been married? Um, what? I'm pretty bad at this. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think it's 48. Well, what old were you when you got married? 23. 23. Yeah. So... We don't do math. math. It's yeah. I'm like, See, that's the, the problem. Is it requires and. math. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now you're married. Haven't well, you had kids right away. How long did you wait? You uh, we waited, waited five years. Five years. So we want to hear some birth stories. We can't hear like all your birth stories. So maybe oh. your favorite child's birth story that's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was very unless there's another more that's interesting birth story, but. <laughs> birth story let's see your what's tell mom tell me tell them my birth story there you go I'll tell, tell Summer you I, I, it's, it started actually with my first oh, okay um, I had a hemorrhage tremendously so mm-hmm. and I got pregnant right away so I right. figured when I wanted to have a second one it'd be no problem well right. there was a major problem <laughs> yeah, six, six and, years and it, it that's why it took six years and um, back then no one talked about in vitro. There wasn't even in vitro. There's, you're at, you know, or why the things weren't thermometer thing, you know. Yeah. And I did get pregnant, and I lost the child uh, probably around the fourth month. Um, and so I was devastated because we tried so hard. And then uh, the, the doctor said, um, you know what, I have my husband brought this procedure, and I'm going to try it on you and see if it works. Well, it ended up that I had such bad scar tissue from my previous birth mm. that they had to open oh I get rid they of had, they had, yeah so yeah, I got pregnant the last time with summer and um, I, I was very sick so I knew it was going to take yeah this is it <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, back then you didn't have a due date you had approximate so oh. I went two weeks past and I was so that means oh. I was I was humongous guy two you, weeks I was so big I was the biggest baby she had, Almost a big nine head. she had a big <laughs> head. She had a big head. I have a small head now. So, yeah, she has a small head Perfectly now. proportionate. Perfectly proportionate. But, um, so, you know, the birthing came and everything. And then two weeks into, we got home and I had a gallbladder attack, oh, which I did no. not know what a gallbladder attack was. I thought I was dying. I was I crawled up the stairs yelling for my husband. And they took me to the hospital and he goes, oh, it's probably just after birth pains. No, this was, yeah, I know no. what that pain was. We had to convince them, and it ended up being my gallbladder. So back then, they didn't do the little lessons. They did a, they did a mm. huge six-inch long, and they cut right through my muscle, stomach muscle. Yeah. So um, I had to have my sister move in with us for at least six weeks because I couldn't carry Summer. Um, all I could do is they had to bring her to my lap, and I, because I was, I mean, I was really cut bad. Mm-hmm. And um, they had to bring it, and she was colicky. I was the best <gasps> baby ever. No, I don't tell. I no. feel like she was. was. <laughs> she screamed from four o'clock in the afternoon till seven, or I mean, ten or eleven at night, for six months. I mean, she didn't grow right. out of this. She just screamed, and we didn't leave the house because we couldn't go anywhere at dinner time. <laughs> Oh, she just would scream. And I know, guys. They try to return me back and to the hospital. No, no I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let them do that. Oh, but, um, I'm just kidding. Um, so she, 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 and I remember my dad 
your grandfather walking the floors because he would come over after work and my mom and my sister was there and um, they all, everybody had a pitch in for six weeks with Aww. her. But, um, Thank you everyone she kept, for, yeah. for watching me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Aunt Kathy, yeah. mostly. But um, yeah, so her hers was, um, afterwards so was hard. the worst. All the stuff you're going through as a new mom and to have. Yeah, your gallbladder. That such has a procedure that, and, and the first one I had problems with and the last one I had problems with, which Thankfully, the Lord took care. But um, she was she was the hardest of the babies because I would take her to the doctor, and the doctor said, "There's people that are just she's just sensitive. She could be oh. sensitive to the heat. She could be sensitive to the light. She could be because sen- no matter what oh, I did, no. she just she keep just, her in a dark, <laughs> quiet room with and if perfect I can, temperature. <laughs> and if I can help any new moms, maybe this yeah. sounds terrible, but the doctor said if she screams when you're holding her and she screams when she's down." Then walk away and go somewhere. Take so my minute. husband and I would go sit in the garage for 15, 20 minutes. Oh, just take a minute. Well, if it's nothing's right. working. We had, we, yes. had, we had to. Yes, we just, right, guys. We just, we probably cry myself to sleep. It's fine. Well, she okay. didn't put you and in the garage. Out just <laughs> and she is, she is perfect. But um, no. we, we, we waited so long for to get pregnant with her. That, That's um, why they gave me such a unique name. Yes. I, had a, oh. I said, you're going to be a unique child, and I have to give you a unique name. Mm-hmm. Of course, your last name I couldn't do anything about Anderson. I just <laughs> yeah, it's gonna not be very unique. It was my fine. son's now name? Yeah, which is your, yes. Now we have an Anderson. We never know which Anderson we're talking about. Yes, yes, yeah. So. <laughs> All right, Burl. I know you your have favorite a, child's birth story. You have an interesting one in another country. Yes, like birthing story. It's not good. It's not. It's not good. Well, for I know. What is? It, it turned out great. The but. the. <laughs> The byproduct was excellent. Yes. But it, yes. <laughs> yeah, so we were missionaries in living in Austria. Um, thinking Vienna, you know, is a pretty modern city. It was not in terms of healthcare. Um, they had just decided that the husband could be present. So it was kind of a new thing, kind of a big deal. Um, otherwise, they they would just drop off the woman at the hospital, go home, and wait for a phone oh call. Oh my gosh! And oh my. but we found the one <laughs> hospital that would allow, and which of course I wanted. Yeah, Craig there. Right. And so we chose that hospital and prepared. And I think part of the problem, my we you know they spoke German. My German was okay. Mm-hmm. It was decent. But um, what I, I learned was that um, they, they assumed that all people who work in a hospital were educated. They said, of course, they'll speak English. It'll be fine. Um, but what I, what I learned was that I didn't understand or know the words for anatomy. Well, or like medical terms. Yeah, they didn't say medical terms. Medical. Right. You know, yeah. when I walked into the hospital, they asked me if I was in labor, and I didn't know that word. So I didn't know what the question was. <laughs> and that was Did not start, a like, good start. You start things out like, uh, baby, They figured no. it out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, they did things differently and pretty old school in a lot of their um, techniques. So um, when labor started and we went to the hospital, um, there was just a lot I couldn't communicate. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Young women of today, 
<laughs> you need to understand that we didn't have the resources that you do to Google a question or, mm -hmm. you know, I, uh, I didn't have a lot of um, other young mothers who had given birth to say, what do you do about this or mm -hmm. how do you handle that? And so I was in the dark about a lot of things. Mm -hmm including how this was going to go and what I should do about it. <laughs> Someone had sent me a book on Lamaze, and I read it. <laughs> Didn't have a good grasp of it. <laughs> but So when I went to the hospital and labor started, I, um, I remember them putting me on a gurney and wheeling me into this room. And as I passed the door of the room, I saw this little sign on it that said, Schreienzimmer, which means screaming room. In German, oh. and I and I looked at it, and the nurse goes, "It's an old-fashioned term." Well, guess what? I screamed. Oh, yes. I did a lot of <laughs> screaming in that room for a very long time, and it was a long, long. Well, you didn't. We didn't have any. I remember my first daughter went into labor. I walked in, and I was like, "What do you mean you're laughing?" <laughs> You know, we didn't have any pain. pain no, we didn't have any of that stuff. They gave me nothing. We just, we just no suffered all the way through. No sort of pain, anything? And I didn't no. have the tools I did in previous children to breathe right. And to, I just didn't yeah. know. Never done it before. Mm -hmm. Right. I hadn't yeah. done it. No one was telling me what to do. And um, the, only thing, <laughs> the only thing that the nurses would say to me mm -hmm. They would walk, they would come into my room to check me, into the screaming room, to check me periodically. And when they did, they would take a basin of cold water and a cloth and kind of wipe yes. me before they checked me. Oh. And the only thing they said to me in English ever was cold and wet. In other words, this is going to be cold. Uh, wash me down and then they'd examine me. Those oh were the only goodness. English words I ever heard. And and so, you know, it was a very long and difficult labor. But finally it was time yeah. for Barkley to be born and we're both and you know and of course and Craig is by my side this whole time okay. and he's helping me and he's trying to comfort me and you know, <laughs> any way he could figure out how, what to do. And um so we're excited, okay, it's time and they wheel me into this room and um, I, I, you know, remember very distinctly going in there, seeing bright lights, seeing the people start to gather around me. And one of the most distinctive memories I have is shackles. And they, shackles. they put like. my legs in these shackles that, I mean, think of prison and chains. Oh my goodness. <laughs> put my legs in shackles and lifted them up like a, what do you call those? Um, stirrups? Stirrups, like stirrups, mm -hmm. right? But they just- Like straight out, right? My, like, my legs were up in the air, yeah. held by shackles, and then they did the same thing with my arms. So <gasps> I am shackled in this bed. I remember them doing that. And you're pushing. And now like, I'm looking for Craig, and I'm looking up above me, and I'm looking around, and I can't see him. Well, they had just sent him out. Oh, my gosh. So he was not there with me. And then they put me out oh. completely. Like and Metro. The reason they did I that. I could be another person's baby, and you would not know because no she one was there. She look a She might not really. Why not? Except no. for that part. <laughs> so they had, they had very strict rules, and one of the rules was 
they could see, they could tell from the way things were going, that they were going to have to, it was a forceps delivery. Oh, my gosh. And one of the rules is a forceps delivery, you put the patient out. Because a it's cesarean so delivery, you put the patient out. And you keep the patient there for 10 days. I mean, there, there oh were rules like that that were very strict. And so they never talked to me about it. They never said what was going to happen. They didn't warn you they were putting you out? Nothing. They chained me up and they put me out. So she wasn't oh there to goodness. awake to so keep pushing. So imagine I have, how I came out. <laughs> the forceps. They went in so after you. your recovery had to be awful. So, so the next thing I knew was, I don't know how much longer later. Yeah. I was just absent for that part. And they, they wheeled the gurney out into the hall. They cleaned up Barkley. Oh, this is funny. And put her in Craig's arms because he was sitting out in the hall wondering what on earth was happening because they didn't tell him anything either. Right. He heard me screaming oh and then gosh. the screaming died down and stopped. <laughs> and then there's a little passage of time and then he hears a baby cry. And they bring her, bring her out, hand her to him, and then they wheel me out and sit the gurney next to him in the hallway. And I remember him shaking me awake, trying, Pearl, Pearl. And I'm like, what? And he's, <laughs> he said... Or you asked something first. No, I said, said, I said, you know, I'm coming to and I'm realizing something happened? has happened. Yeah. And I said, what is it? And no, he said... I didn't know if, what I was a boy or girl. Yeah, yeah right. We have no idea. Yeah. I said, what is it? And he said, it's me, Craig. <laughs> I was like, no, the baby, what is it? I don't care about you. It's a baby. Oh, and he goes, it's a girl. It's Barkley, because we had already decided to call her Barkley. And he puts her next to my face, and I couldn't see a thing. I was just, all I could see was a blur. And then I fell back asleep. Oh. And, you know, the next thing I... I know it's the early hours of the morning. A nurse bustles into the room and says, Frau Gloss, wake up, feed the baby. And she just shoved her into my arms. And I was like, there's my baby. (laughs) So I wasn't wasn't around for that. It was was bad. And my time in the hospital made me stay five days. And it was very... Yes, back then you get to stay at least two or three days. I feel sorry for these moms. They're, yeah, they they're shove out. them out. Yeah. So yeah. they're like, go home. I was ready to go home, though, because it was not a great not a pleasant it was, experience. It was and what they do great. now is they keep the baby in with you overnight. Yes. Like, they don't take the baby at night. And I'm like, that mom might not have that rest. Right. Like, give her right. some rest before you just she, tell like, them give her the to decision. take the baby. I know, but they won't anymore. They're like, yeah. no, the oh, baby should I'm, stay with you. I gave them. Like, take but, my baby. With reason, you made What? I was like, no. When you were born, you. We had I had a push for forty minutes, and I was totally exhausted because you didn't get anything back then. Right. And they put you in my arms, and I was like, "Someone's going to have to get her because I'm passing out right now." Like, quick, <laughs> yeah, catch the baby! Catch the it's baby! Like, it is, and I felt so bad, like I was this terrible mother, but it was like, "You're exhausted." Either do that, or you're going to. And Summer had the same experience. She had a horrible first yeah. time. And I, I went to her and I said, if you don't feel like holding him, there's no shame in that. Just, you know, yeah. I yeah. almost dropped her <laughs> when I had her in my arms. So, um, but these moms, they just, of yeah, course, they're healthier. Sometimes it's not that pleasant experience. You think, oh, you get to, well, you're exhausted and, and yes. wiped out from Right, home. right. right. And each hard. delivery in each person, it's so different. It and so it's like, I had just seen my sister do it and I was like, she did it? Okay, I, I can do this. And then it was not an easy delivery for me. No, so also it's different. Each person's different. So, 
Well, so yeah. now you have new babies. <laughs> Tell us about like being a mom and early some of your early mom memories, funny memories, hard memories. What were some? Of, what was it like being a new mom? Um, I, I had different experience with each each new child that I had. Or but, one of your um, favorites. Or... Okay. <laughs> um, my husband traveled a lot, and so I eventually ended up with four, and I'd have four at home. Yeah. And that was probably the hardest thing is I know he was, we always, I called it our fight before he left and our fight when he got home. Yeah. <laughs> because the fight was before knowing that I, what I had to look forward to. Right. Now, mind you, he goes on tough jobs, physical work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I had all this freedom for a week, 10 days, and I made my own decisions and what we're going to do and what right. we're going to do. And then he comes home and he wants me to give him the reins back again. And so we had the fight of, yes. so we have we finally figured it out. Yes. This is our going away fight and this is our coming <laughs> home fight. Yeah, that's good. When you labeled it, that's good. <laughs> this is what's expected. And then in between, it was great. In the summertime, it was wonderful because as soon as the kids were out of school or, or whatever, I packed our bags and we left for the summer. And we lived in hotels, and I loved it. I don't think my kids loved it as much as I loved it, but um, we loved it when we were little. But then when we got into like high school yeah. and middle school, it was a, it was just you missed your friends, and gone, so it was yeah. be, to be gone for three for weeks. This, it was like, oh, mom. Yeah, it was a, it was an eternity for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to go to some wonderful yeah, places did. and some tiny little towns, and I kind of liked it because we were there as a unit. There was nothing else when he came home from work. It was just us, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, it was it's to me. It was, my mom loves history, so we would go and learn about, about each history. of the towns, go to graveyards. Was, yeah, we had we, many of those we trips, and we were super pleasant about it. I remember as a kid. <laughs> we went to graveyards. We went to jails. Went to jails. <laughs> we almost got locked into one. Oh. <laughs> they hadn't opened it up yet, and my husband was doing work for it, and um, and fortunately. He shut one of the doors, and we just happened to come out before he shut it. It was going to be cute, and it locked. Oh, and it locked, and we're in the middle of nowhere. This is, but it, it, we were fine. But yeah, that was the that that was tough. I um I remember it. I joined a bowling league. Yeah, I was going to say, what I got t- you through I being alone? Okay, the, there so wasn't much. a lot the church had to offer. Okay. you know, other than you'd meet as friends or you would go out together. They didn't have mops. You mean they didn't Aww. have mops? Aww. Missing out, and Man. we couldn't use mops. Uh, my mops was bowling. <laughs> uh, my neighbor said you have to get out of the house, so I would take them to this. Daycare center, which was which we not hated there. it. Who oh. was not? They got foot, foot, hoof and mouth from that and everything. Oh yeah, but and worst. I never boiled. The women were wonderful because I never bowled over a hundred. Oh. But that was my. It, I would Your not miss that because yeah. it was my only time being with other moms. Funny. See, and even then, you have to have that something that is you and for you yes. and away from your kids and. Like your hobby. So how we keep each other and sane. We, we, we just have to have we that. We moved into a, a court that were basically, the saying goes, if you weren't a Christian when you ended the court, you were Aww. when you left. We had some this very strong Eberts? Eberts, yes. We had some you very that, right? strong. They lived by the Eberts. Yes. I did not right know down the house. That. I, Shout think, out I think her first Hello. kiss was Eberts. an Ebert boy. <laughs> I think Summer's first kiss was an Eber boy. Oh, Is that true? I, I really hope they are listening. <laughs> and my older sisters. And my oh. older sister. Yeah. Yeah. Boys. Wow. In fact, my the, the oldest brother kissed my oldest daughter, and he went home screaming, saying, Mr. Anderson's going to spank me, Mr. And he fell so and broke his collarbone. <laughs> fell and broke his collarbone. But anyway, um, so they did a lot of Bible studies, which was another mm. area where... Mm. 
you know, we got a babysitter for the basement. I'd have at my house. And it, I, I just Mary looked jo. forward just to be Mary with jo, other babysitter. women. I really liked her. She ate a lot of apples. Oh. Who? Mary Jo. Mary Jo was her babysitter. Yeah, yes. I loved her. She was great. She oh, was your babysitter why all through. Her having a lot of apples I don't, stick out to you. The, I was like six. Okay. okay. All I remember is she I ate like, a lot of apples. Weird things to remember. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it was weird because not a lot of people eat, you know, like not, she chose an apple. That oh. was different. That was interesting. Okay. She's healthy, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, yes, we had lots of babysitters. Mm-hmm. And we also always went to Wednesday night services, which okay. I kind of miss. Um, you had to get a babysitter for that. So, yeah, when the kids were younger, it was hard when he traveled. Yeah. It was great when he was home. And um, we we adjusted. You know, you just you just get used to doing double time. And, yeah. and I want to be careful because he worked a lot harder than me when he was on those jobs. Yeah. And then I would always feel bad because I'd be angry with him. Well, I mean, you're doing a hard work too. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he would always come back and play with us in the pool. And he had, he had, yeah. he still has a ton of energy. Mm-hmm. He would work all day and come back and spend the yeah, evening in the pool, wherever we were at. And we were very fortunate. She has two wonderful grandparents sets, mm-hmm. and the one would travel with us, my husband's side. So she'd also have the other grandma a lot mm-hmm. um, when we traveled and and um, Papa. When he would come home mm-hmm. with your dad, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. What about you, mom? Um, early memories of you know again not having the resources that you have today and not having a lot of friends around me when you were very little. Um, you don't know what to compare it to, you know, mm-hmm. motherhood or your first child. And Barkley was a crazy child. She was an angel. <laughs> she was active, uh-huh. hyper, borderline hyper. She she crawled. What are you early. laughing at? Why are you girls she, laughing so much? Because <laughs> you you see it, right? I see it. Yeah. What? She's like I was a screamer. Like, you were okay, a screamer. She was a maniac. She she climbed before she could walk. Like I. I found her on a windowsill one day, just <laughs> pressed up against the window before she could even walk. Like she's standing on a windowsill. And window I walked sill. early. And she walked early. And then she ran and she would run from me, never caring where I was. <laughs> Unless you decided to leave me. It was the original strong, was happy. strong-willed child. Mm. And yeah, she was, yeah, she was a treat. It was. It was a and I, and so I think you sort of think your all your children are going to be the same, and so I thought this is what I'm in for. <laughs> so she's like, no, I'm not going to have any more. And kids. they no, weren't. Too. They were different. different. Each one was more calmer than the calmer. For, yes, hmm. Connor never moved. I think yeah, it's interesting was... that you come from the same parents, and yeah. each one of my so children are so different. different. Yeah, mm-hmm. so different. And yeah. you know, after they were born, they felt different. Yeah. You know, some were more cuddly, some were not. Yeah, some exactly. Were, you know, yeah. and, and and you just think, oh, yeah, I got it down. My first one, well, forget that. You no, know, right. the second one you don't <laughs> have it, and the third the one, and the fourth just kind of moves in. Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh, hi. I, I started with the hard one, so that made oh. it go better from there. <laughs> yes. So. That's so funny. You're the girl, and you're the harder one. Oh, she was, she was tough. You taught him <laughs> But, um, you know, I'm thinking about a hard experience the one that um, my husband reminded me of this morning. Um, when Barkley 
the little crazy person was um, four, and her brother Alec was two, and I was about eight months into her other brother. Uh, Craig, Craig was he traveled a lot as well, and he um, had a trip overseas. And again, back in those days, when he would travel for two, three, four weeks at a time, um, and was overseas, you didn't talk. Mm. Expen- it was very expensive. Yeah. Maybe if he was on a long trip, he would call me once in there and we'd touch base. Um, and so um, there was one morning when we were getting ready to go somewhere and Barkley was tearing around like a crazy person. And Alec, the two-year-old, used to like to sit on the sink when I was putting on my makeup. He'd sit on the sink next to me like a, you know, on the vanity, vanity yeah. there, and he was watching me. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, he he got up and fell off the vanity mm-hmm. and was crying really hard. And um, I could tell that it was more than just ow. Mm-hmm. And so I, I kind of, he was holding his arm, and I felt his arm, and I could tell that there was a break there. Mm-hmm. There was something was really wrong. And as soon as Barkley became aware of it, she became hysterical, of course, that, <laughs> help, there, that there was the a problem. I was just wanting to help. Alec was knew. also screaming because he was, <laughs> his arm was broken. And then I knew I had to go somewhere to get this dealt with. And there was an emergency room close by. And I piled the kids in the car and took them there. And the uh, they said, yes, it is broken. You need to take him to a, mm-hmm. they wouldn't do anything with it there. I had to go to an orthopedic orthopedic doctor and um you know he's still crying and Barkley's still upset and I had a friend who I called and said please can I drop off Barkley with you I have to take him to a doctor (laughs) nice friend of yours so I left I left her with a friend and then she was hysterical because I was leaving her you know it was just all a treat and remember my stomach is out to here so um so I took him and I you know the whole thing was upsetting because I think I felt uh, I felt responsible in some way that he fell. I felt horrible that he was going through this pain, and I and and I, I couldn't. I, Craig wasn't there, there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the whole thing was just incredible trauma. And then they brought him in, and they said we're going to have to reset this. And he and I remember the doctor saying, "This mm. isn't going to be comfortable for you or him, so oh, I'm going to ask you to step outside." So I stood in the hallway and listened to him scream while they did that. I just sobbed. I just sobbed. Mm. And um, of of course, you know, he was fine, and they put a cast on his tiny, tiny little arm. And um, then I went to Craig's parents' house and had a nice cry with them and they were just very sweet and loving but um it was days before I could get a hold of Craig to even tell him about that you know and so the the absence of him to be able to you know tell him what happened happened. it was hard for him as well to be so far away but that was and you know he he survived he recovered he became a strong young man that's mm-hmm. never been really affected by yes, this before. No, the, before the does not. before the porta 
phones or the flip phones or whatever right. you want to call them. First were the pagers, which was wonderful because oh, then yes. you could page your husband and say, right. at least so find funny. a phone booth a and pager. call me. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. yeah, this just generation cannot understand how how you just didn't pick up the phone and talk to someone. So yeah. did you feel right. more isolated because of that, being a new mom? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So how did you combat that? Um, I, you know, I, I would say... Um, once we moved back to the States and uh, we had more kids, I certainly became more connected with friends who were also moms. And I had yeah. I had those resources. Um, we had a Bible study at the church that I joined. And again, other moms, other women to be a, mm-hmm. to build into you mm-hmm. and to advise you, to, to share scripture with you. And that like mops for you guys meant everything to me. And then I started um, Bible studies in my neighborhood that were with young moms. And we were all kind of going through the same things. And we, we had a book that we went, to, went through. And I did it several times with different groups called Mastering Motherhood. Ooh, and it was like... Did you, did like they, I couldn't do that. I don't think I ever did. Well, she but liked that because no matter what your belief was, everyone wanted to be a good mom. Right. Yeah. So all yeah. the everybody who came, we were all in the same boat. We yeah. all had the mm-hmm. same questions, and mm-hmm. just like at Mops, I'm yeah. sure when you sit around your tables yeah. at Mops, you understand each other in a way that um, you know yeah. a lot of people don't because right. you're sharing that experience and time of your life. Yeah. And that helps a lot. Yeah. I think like my mom talks about um, like in your faith walk, like when you became a mom, because being a mom is so hard and it's like you're a servant. You're you're at the needs of your children. You're it's it's something totally different that you've never experienced in your life. And there's like a loneliness to it because it's the day in and day out. It's the same thing. And I know you've talked about how um, your walk with, with God was, was real when you became a mom. Oh, I love the Lord, but it wasn't right. until I had a child or had a couple of children that I went, you know what? I want them to know the Lord that I know. And, and so that's when I started to get more involved in putting Moody on the radio and mm-hmm. Dr. Dobson on the radio. Yeah. And um, those were lifelines to hear them speak as, as um, um, Christian men or women and, and how their walk well, you know, there's probably known. more of an understanding. There's an aspect you're missing as far as the fatherhood, as Father Jesus mm-hmm. being the father. You can't understand until you are a parent. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now you are. You're like, I understand yes. this, this relationship. Yes. Yeah. And the unconditional yeah. love. Yeah. And the, yeah. Well, yeah. to wrap things up, uh, what would you say is your favorite part of being a mom or any piece of advice you'd want to share for moms out there? My mom used to tell me, and I still think it's it's good advice, is um, pick your battles. Okay. Pick your battles. Pick your battles on as they get, you know, they get older. Not so much the toddler stage or whatever, but as they get older, you, you just kind of pick your battle. And I can see that now, now that my kids are grown. Things that I said, oh, you're never going to do this. Well, you know what? <laughs> I proved you wrong. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is no big that 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 is no big deal today. You know, yeah, like like yeah. tattoos or 
piercing ears. My kids couldn't get their ears yeah. pierced. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. and now I look back at it and and I should have loosened up a little bit more. Um, but uh, picking your battles and and if it if it's not going to kill them, it's not going to harm them, and it can bring them closer to the Lord or whatever. That that to kind of let loose and let mm-hmm. them um, experience some stuff while they're still at home. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that that is. Um, I, 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 I was very fortunate. My girls, a We're couple angels? couple of little things. Angels. <laughs> <laughs> a what couple of little things. Nice. But um, Summer always had a great sense of humor. She still does. <laughs> like, she's gone. Um, she always had a great sense of humor. And she I love her laugh. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I remember one time mom? about being a mom. Yeah. Um, I I don't I don't know if there's one particular thing other than I just love I love being a mom. I yeah, love, love having my children. I love having my grandchildren over. It's it's um and it's now the, grandma. How many grandkids okay. again? Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen and they're all just the cutest little they things. Age from two to to nineteen. 19. Mm-hmm. No, not two. Now she's four. Yes, yeah, she's four, four to nineteen. I have yeah. one little baby left. And so that's... at one point, it was crazy. Like the babies, they were all at the same all age. Little at the same, I mean, yeah. my we older had, two, we just lined them up in. We, we had these little seats, and so we would line them up. And there had to been about high eight. Chairs, they're all within. Chairs. They're all within the same age yeah. break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we would line them up, and you'd see them on our kitchen floor. Yeah. And then we would all be feeding Feed all them. these kids. All the kids. <laughs> Um, and these little tiny high chairs. So yeah, it, it, it's um, <laughs> it, it's wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, what about you? That's I don't thoughts. know. There's something about seeing your children be this little bit of you, you know, mm. and yet their own individual selves, and um, and watching them grow and watching all the. the Things that they go through, the hard things and the joys and celebrating with them. And, um, yeah, just getting to to watch that happen and know that that's a little piece of you and your husband. Yeah. And and see who they turn out to be. And see, see that that insane little girl that you were. <laughs> Thank goodness she really prayed that for you. Strong, <laughs> that strong will does work. that <laughs> seemed indomitable at the time, you know, grew you into a, a young woman with um, your own strengths. And you're doing what you're, the two of you are doing right now. I just think that's an incredible joy to watch and to see you, you know, also love the Lord and proud of the way you turned out yes very well, much so give yourself a pat I'm, on the back yes. ladies you're part of that mm-hmm. any advice for moms out there um I, well, something that my husband and i have both learned that um we like to use is is telling your own story to your kids or sometimes it could be to a friend but um so that your kids know your struggles mm-hmm. or your weaknesses or the things, you know, stories about yourself that show them you're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. Or, um, uh, yeah, I struggle with that too. And um, I think that helps. I hope that helps 
to make you more vulnerable to your kids because yeah. I think it's easy. I, my parents grew up in a generation where you did not do that. Mm-hmm. You did not tell your children what was a struggle for you. You needed to be the parent that was strong and and capable and not, um, hey, I had a hard time with this. When I was a kid, this was difficult or, you know, even as an adult. Um, so I, th- I think that's an important thing for young moms to know is that it's, it's okay to, to tell your kids your failings or your... Um, where you're not that I perfect. I have a distinct memory of a conversation with you. It might embarrass you. How are you feeling? You're not saying this, are you? <laughs> <laughs> but you, I don't, I don't even really truly remember the day, but I remember the conversation with you. You came to me later and you said, I was a real beep today. <laughs> oh, And okay. I'm so sorry. She said the B word. She did. And I was, I was like, play cool, Barkley. Play cool. She just said don't. the B word. She just said the B word. <laughs> <laughs> but it meant a lot to me that you can't. And like I said, I don't remember the day, how mean you were, what you were doing. But I remember the conversation. The honesty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I want to play a really quick game. Just really I quick. I know. I know. Game. We don't really have time, but we can cut this. If okay. <laughs> okay. Here's a quick game. We're gonna see who knows their mom better, oh. or not better, but well. She just wants the competition. I just want the competition. Can we say <laughs> beep if you were wrong? Yeah. Yeah. You can okay. tell us. You can, you can tell us. Okay. What is your mom's favorite flower, Barkley? Um, it is the Texas blue bonnet flower. It's a very good guess. Oh, it's not right. I, oh, where's your beep? It would be top say, her, say your beep. Beep. Okay, okay, good. What? One point for summer. I thought for sure that was one I was like, oh, I know that one. Oh, you should have answered it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is no? it? Lily of the Valley. Oh. That's and blue It's right up there. And the smell. Oh, okay. It smells so good. Yeah. You get a half point. Half good. point. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I didn't think my dad, my, or your dad knows that. Oh. So. Oh. Take notes. There you go. All right, my mom, I'm going to say a daffodil. Yes, you're right. <gasps> There's actually, I love all flowers. I was like, you have so many flowers. Yeah, I could just live with a house full. And my husband is so allergic to them. Oh, <laughs> but you're like, he is tough. You <laughs> have a beautiful backyard. Yes, daffodils. 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 All right, what is your mom's favorite hobby? Okay, this is a hard one because it's whatever like niche she's got into. Like maybe I can make yeah, money she has on this. Lots of, okay, <laughs> she has lots of hobbies. So I never it's make either money. like, but then she's like, no, this is way too hard. I won't make any money. <laughs> <laughs> so it's either making bows, decorating gingerbread houses, mm-hmm. or cookies, um, or knitting. It's a lot of things. So she's she's pick, like, shaking her head like, yeah. I'm right. All right. Those so what's See? the one favorite? One right now? I, I don't mean, even you know if I hats. could define a favorite. Okay, I, all right. It's just whatever I'm obsessing yeah. about at any so current she gets right now. What are you obsessing about? <laughs> That's exactly you what were I making. Did. You made a bunch of hats recently. I did. So she was just making a bunch that she gave I, away to. I, I when During COVID and boredom, I, I knitted like almost a hundred hats and took them to the homeless shelter because it was just like something to do with my hands. Or another, she's got, it's, was it called lasagna love or love lasagna? Uh, Yes, lasagna love. She just makes lasagnas and it's people who just. It's it's an organization that. um, It's like, we need this in this. You can bring it, you can take a lasagna to someone. No. Anyone who needs it. 
And so once a week I make a lasagna, lasagna. for Like a call will come in and like she's had a couple, like an older woman mm. will just not be able to cook that night and just needs dinner. I've taken twice taken them to families living in their car. Mm. You know, so it's a variety of... And you can say if you want it hot and ready or cook for later, you know. Mm-hmm. So she's making lasagnas. That's what I say. She's just into a many things. It's very cool. She keeps busy. Yeah. All right, Mom. Okay, favorite hobby. I mean, like, you've done lots of different things, but she loves, like, florists. Like, she loves creating flowers. She loves um, hosting people. But I think hobby probably would be decorating, like designing a new kitchen. (laughs) She's working on a new kitchen. I, it's the same thing. I think whatever, whatever, You're into whatever it right it's then. interest, I go all out and I do it and do it and do it. And then I go, same. okay, I'm done with this one. Oh, but um, anything, yes. I don't like the gardening part, but I love planting flowers. Yeah. I love creating a pot. I love doing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Just don't ask me to water it every day. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, we got the sprinkler system going. So yeah. All right. What is your favorite? Favorite room in the home. Favorite room in the home. What would Burl say? She would say, it's not a room, it's a hot tub. <laughs> oh. I like that. Am I right? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. <laughs> I, I, that wouldn't have occurred to me, tub. but now yeah. you say it. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. would say that's your favorite. Otherwise, I'd probably say kitchen. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I know what my mom would say, not the office. They have oh. the office in their house. I, yeah. Who would she doesn't like that? Pick her favorite as the office. <laughs> that is not my favorite. No. Beep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that's you lose. <laughs> the family room, right? Or the kitchen? Beep. Oh, oh man. Um, the deck? My screen and porch. Screen and porch. Oh. The deck. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. That is a great one. Of the course, we, that's only yeah. you know, that's like four months out of the months. year. <laughs> I know. But you really enjoy it during those times. All right, the last right. question. What is your mom's favorite signature meal that she likes to cook? Well, I, I guess it would be lasagna, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's up there. Yeah, it's up there. Oh, I didn't really know this one because I have a couple that I've taken from you, like this apple sausage. Schnitzel. I was going to say, oh, I was going to say schnitzel. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Either of those, yeah. She's is that it. like the coffee cake? No, schnitzel is chicken. It's oh. kind of like country fried Chicken. Yeah. In a way. Okay. But it's German. Wiener schnitzel. Wiener oh. schnitzel. Wiener is the word for Viennese. Okay. Which is so, something we learned to love in Austria. Yeah. Ah. Wiener schnitzel. That's that. cool. Yep. And it's kind Wiener of schnitzel. a lot of work. It's a bit of work. It's a lot of work. So mm. Lasagna is a lot of work, too. Yeah. They're and both up there. Hmm. Yeah. Mom, I would say yours is pot roast, but then I'm like also like... Dad loves the pot roast. I don't know if you love the pot roast as much. I, I love the pot roast because he loves the pot roast, right. and it's the easiest thing that you could do and leave all day. Yeah. So, so pot yeah. roast. In fact, my husband says he married me for my mother's pot roast. So, oh. yeah, it kind of goes, yeah. Because we always had Sunday dinner after church. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And um, it was always pot too? roast. Always Ours pot roast. Always pot roast. Well, not pot roast, but some kind of roast, roast. beef. Yeah, roast. So you could put it in and then go to church, church and come yeah. back and it's And yeah. Al, my husband just... To this day, loves it. Loves pot roast. Mm. Oh, yeah. So you, you do have one more though. Oh oh, what's favorite your mom's trip? favorite trip? Family trip. What do you think? Family Pardon? trip. Yeah, family, family trip. trip. 
Um, I for us we've no, gone. I'm supposed to answer it for you. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna say Beep. ours <laughs> is the out west trip. I think that was probably your favorite. <clears throat> Going out west, we went uh-huh. for like over a month, and we went to Colorado, South Dakota. Oh, you mean with yes? I was right before my sister was getting married. Yes. She's Jeeps. like. Went, the Jeeps, we went to Arizona, we, we went... Horseback riding. Horseback, we did, we, we went everywhere. We went to Page, Arizona. We've had a rented couple of boats. Rented a boat, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would, you, you got it. <gasps> ding, ding, ding. You got it. I was saying, we have a, a couple favorites, but um, I would say, I would say maybe it's the most recent one to Colorado with the whole family. As far as when we were kids, well, unfortunately, we had a great family one, but then her mom passed away in the middle of it. So mm. that kind of tainted one of them. What would you say is your favorite? I, I mean, I was thinking you might say Disney World, but... I was thinking that, but I was like, I don't know if that would have been your favorite. <laughs> right. It's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, sure, I, us kids did, but was that really your favorite? Let's go with last summer. Last summer. <laughs> the Which family. Because I feel like you guys Colorado. Really, oh, no, Cancun? Oh, of course. There yeah. you go. Nope, Cancun. Yeah, the whole family went to Cancun together. That was grandkids, very special. Yeah. Grandkids. I mean, was, mine were little, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was That's very good. special. All right, Great. you guys did it. You're amazing. You did it. You did it. Thank you for talking <laughs> with us, going outside your comfort zone. Um, as always, the Chapel Mops After Party is production of Mops International, and we are happy to be part of their network. Um, and if you wouldn't mind liking and maybe subscribing and telling your friends about our podcast, we'd love to also hear from you. If you want to leave comments or anything, we'd love to know who is listening. So thank you. The Chapel Mops After Party is part of the Mobs Podcast Network, and there is a group of moms who get you, need you, and are here to remind you that you are never alone. So find your mom village online or in person at mops.org backslash find a group.